Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, my friends, to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here, great to be with you today. I'm thinking about a resort, not the resort you might think. One of my favorite songs is the Eagles, The Last Resort. You might be familiar with it. While it sounds like a hymn, it really is a stinging rebuke of our consumer culture and all the people that go along with it. Written and sung by Don Henley in the 70s. This is one of my favorite verses from that song. Some rich men came and raped the land. Nobody caught them. Put up a bunch of ugly boxes. And Jesus' people bought them. Greed and those who preach against greed complicit in it. Greed and those who preach against greed complicit in it. You know, it's easy to point fingers at Facebook and Twitter and big corporations and big pharma and things that we don't like and things that we think make bad decisions, yet without us, they wouldn't exist. I remember talking to my uncle once in Mississippi it's when casinos were popping up all over Mississippi and he said something to me. We were talking one day after church and he said, you know, those casinos wouldn't exist if those people in church on Sunday morning didn't go to them. And he was exactly right. See, the power to change the world is not in your finger when you point it at people. The power to change the world is in not being complicit with those that are motivated by nothing but greed. At the end of the day, even if you start off righteously, it is very hard to get to the point where you're in charge of big companies and millions of dollars and not be completely motivated by money. It's just, it's hard, it's impossible. It's why it's so hard to be a good politician you have good intentions, you want to change the world, you get into politics, all of a sudden you have a bunch of people that you answer to, you, you, you tell a little bit of a lie there, you make a promise there you know you can't keep, you're focused on getting money for election because you don't want the other guy to get in, and then the next thing you know, you've become the thing that you point against. You've become the thing that you fight against. That's who you've become. You know, you have the power to change your world today. You do. To change your world today, you have the power to begin to change it. Or you can be complicit in the theft of humanity and things that matter. You know, one of the things Don Henley talks about in that song, you know, think of how beautiful California must have been 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Heck, 30 years ago. I lived there, visited there 30 years ago. It's, it's nowhere the same place today. And think of what man did to that beautiful place. It wasn't just ugly boxes and ugly suburbs. It was all up and down the coast, nothing but like now pollution and ugliness and houses on top of each other. And who started it all those years ago? Well, it was those suburbs going up, and as he put it, all the Jesus people bought them. No, it wasn't just Jesus people that bought them. He says that to basically show 
show the, the complicity in the people that like to preach being the ones causing the destruction. It could be anybody, okay? Now, what does it mean to change your world, to not be part of that insanity? Well, it means to live intentionally. Whatever your situation, you can live intentionally. Whatever it is, you can do it. Now, what do I mean by that? What are some ways to live intentionally? Well, let me give you one. Let me give you a couple examples from friends of mine, people that I know. Might be becoming a priest. Like a friend of mine who was a Navy SEAL, was tired of what it meant to be a Navy SEAL, but he loved those men he served with. He wanted to serve them. His faith drew him to being a priest. He thought, you know what? Maybe what I could do is minister to those who do what I do. And I could turn these traumas I've faced, the time away from my family, I could turn it into something where I could give back, and he was intentional about it. And now he is in seminary. Even though he's got five kids, even though he's married, he is in seminary, and he's training to be a priest. And then one day, a chaplain, hopefully, back with the seals that he came from. But that was hard, man. You're in your 30s. you got a family. You've spent your whole life doing one thing. Man, it, it, it is hard to sacrifice and to do the things that you need to do to take on that new identity. But he did it because he was intentional. And he already is, I'm sure, impacting other people's lives. And he'll even do more of it as he gets older and he gets through his training. But right now, to his family, he's changing the world. He's showing those kids what's important. He showed them, he's showing them what are the types of things that you sacrifice for. He's changing his world, and it does not matter what's going on around him. It does not matter what he thinks about politics or the economy or COVID or whatever it may be. By being intentional, he's changing his world today. I think of another friend. Their kids play basketball with our kids. They are Boy Scouts together, you know, corporate jobs. And they're like, you know what? We want to raise our family differently. So even though they were living states away, they bought some land with a little house on it up here in Indiana. I think it was five years. <laughs> they, they had to basically redo the whole house, get their land ready. Five years. They scrimped, they saved, they sacrificed to get this place ready to live so they could live in the country and have animals and have a farm and be able to live the type of lifestyle that, that they wanted their kids to grow up in and they wanted to live in as a couple. And they did it five years, five years, scrimping and saving investing in this property in Indiana. And then when they did it and they got to where they wanted to be, they moved. And now they live the life that they can wake up every day and go, that is how you were meant to live. Family, faith, living off the land. That's what they want. Might be going back to school. I think of my mother. Got her early training in college as a school teacher, taught for a few years, had me and my two brothers. It was important for her to stay home, and she did, and it wasn't easy. I can remember as kids just being mad that mom didn't work and we didn't have more money. Well, now I look back, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. Eventually, we get older. She says, I want to work again, but I don't want to be a school teacher. I want to help people. I want to be a counselor. And at an age when most people are, heck, thinking about retirement, you know, the kids are out of the house or starting to be out of the house, she goes back to school, where then she spends the next few decades helping others, no doubt using her pains and frustrations, raising kids, not having a lot of money, making hard choices, 
you know, wanting to help people having to go through those same types of things. But you can do the same thing. You know, going back to school, living off the land, moving, becoming a pastor or a priest. It might just mean cutting back your lifestyle to a way that you don't need two incomes. You know, when you got two incomes and you got two people working, it's hard to be focused on family. Now, you can say how important it is and how you need to do it. But when that happens, family's not number one, usually. Usually, it's just being busy is number one. You got two jobs, you got kids in school, you're running all over the place. Maybe you get a vacation a year. Maybe the answer is to stop, to simplify, to make changes, to be intentional. Because I don't care where you go to church on Sunday, and this is going to be hard for some of you. I don't care where you go to church on Sunday. I don't care what you say you believe. My goodness, if you live in a house where you got two people working and you still got problem paying your bills, there's no way, there's no way that you are not a slave to the rich men who came and raped the land, as Don Henley likes to say. And then lastly, you know, maybe it might just mean making faith number one in your life. Maybe it might mean the first thing you do in the morning is pray together as a family. If you're single, maybe the first thing you do in the morning is pray. And because you don't have a family and kids and you got a little bit more time, you spend a little bit more time at it. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And you remember to give thanks when you eat whether it's in the drive-thru or it's at home. And at night, you slow down, you turn off the screens. Maybe you open up the good book. Maybe you read an edifying book. Maybe you pray. And then you go to bed. And then you're able to look back on your day and say to yourself, I kept my faith number one. Now, those are just some ways that you can change your world by living intentionally. Just some. There's many others. And those are some ways that instead of being complicit in those who would rape our land, those who would pollute the minds of our kids, those who would turn us into a completely consumer culture where all we were was a number and a consumer, those are just some ways that you can do that you can fight back. But my friends, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't become or slide into or muddle into or continue to be, if you're honest with yourself and you go, I'm there, one of those Jesus people who preach on Sunday but follow the rich men who rape the land. And sadly, that's most Christians. Most Christians, you look at their lives, they're living them no differently than everybody else. Where's the salt? Where's the focus? And if you're not a Christian, not a Muslim, if you're not a Buddhist, let's say you have no faith. Well, guess what? I got the same word for you. You want a different life? Live differently. You want to be fully realized? You want to go to bed at the end of the day and look back on your day and say, this is how I change the world today. Man, don't follow the stream. Don't follow those people that all they want is your money. All they want you to do is buy things. Don't follow them. Be intentional change your world today, whatever it may be, becoming a priest, homesteading, going back to school, cutting back your lifestyle so you don't need so much money, making faith number one in your life, whatever it may be, start today, take a step. And you know what I think you'll find? You have a little bit less desire to complain and to point fingers, and you'll have a much greater desire to get some, man, to get it done, to get moving forward. 
it's that kind of attitude I think sometimes is the only thing that keeps me from slipping and just finger pointing despair. Oh, the world's going to hell. And it is. And you got to be sober about it. You got to talk about it. But then you got to decide, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to let it sink me down? Or am I going to move forward? Am I going to be complicit in it? Am I going to be complicit in it? Or am I going to change my world, which is going to help change the world of your friends and your family? So until next time, my friends, you aim high. You aim high by taking a moment to go, what am I going to do to change my world and then influence others? And when you do that and you take a step, I'm telling you, those wings are going to start unfurling. They're going to spread out. You're going to feel like you're flying just a little bit more than you were. And then you're going to be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter. And you're going to move forward. And you're going to make sure that you aren't becoming the hypocrite that you are becoming the world person that actually changes things in this world for the better. And if you do that between now and the next time you check back into the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I am sure that you will find a little bit more peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.